0: up, it's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now, here's Jeremiah.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 45 of That's How I Roll. I'm actually recording at a decent hour in the day, so maybe I'll be even more awake for this episode. Hey, I'm Jeremiah Isley. I'm your host today. I'm your host every day. Just deal with it, all right? So, so let's jump into this episode. Here's today's roadmap. I am going to talk about what's good in the neighborhood, and we're going to swing by and actually there's no drive-by review today. I'm going to do a preview of Origins. That's right. Origins is just a day or so away and I'm going and I can't wait. So I'm going to talk about just a couple things that I'm super excited to check out while I'm there. And we're going to take a second to swing by the corner of thought and conversation and also jump on the feedback loop. I'm excited for this one. Let's jump in and get going. So what's good in the neighborhood? Yes, well, it's basically Origins. That's what's good. I know I teased a couple things in the last episode about some stuff going on, but I still can't share details. So, hey, sorry about that, but it's coming soon, I promise. Some really awesome stuff is going on in my professional life that you will all be able to take part in very, very soon and share that news as well, but Uh, The big news is, like I said, I'm going on the road. I'll be going down to Origins in Columbus in just about a day or so. By the time you are hearing this, I might already be there. And I would be remiss to mention that I was up late last night watching the Cavaliers fight valiantly but fall to the Warriors. It was a fun run. It was a great postseason. The Warriors are a team that is stacked that has its just never happened like this before. There's never been a team that completely loaded. And we just, we had a super team, they had a super duper team. I am looking forward to part 4 next year because who's really going to stop either of these teams from coming out of the East and the West and clashing once again. That goes into my preview of Origins and the fact that I don't have to worry about game six happening while I'm there. As sad as that is, I'm just trying to look on the bright side of life. I will be able to enjoy Thursday night of Origins without having to kind of keep an eye on the game and be worried about what's going on there. So, there's the upside. There's the silver lining. There's the bright side of life that I'm trying to to live with. <laughs> it's just basketball. I know, I know. Let's preview Origins 2017. So I wanted to just point out three titles that I am super excited to take a look at heading into Origins 2017. I want you to know that it was a hard choice to do this, but I was, I've was i been scrolling the BoardGameGeek list of all the stuff that's going to be previewing at Origins or demoing at Origins. And it is so, so hard to, to pare that down. I might just throw out a couple honorable mentions at the end of this, but I did want to talk a little bit just about three titles that I've really, really been looking forward to. The first of which being Heroes of Land, Air, and Sea. This is the newest, biggest, bestest, super awesome game that Gamelin Games is releasing. The Kickstarter went crazy. There's... it, it just blew the doors off. There's all these awesome components that are going to be included in the game now. And I really am excited to see this thing. It is, it's just a massive scale game that is supposed to be super easy to learn. And I've already set up a time, Michael and I, and a few of the guys that are coming with me to help cover the con. going to sit down and play this bad boy and I can't wait. So check out, you. I'm going to put links in the show notes. Check out that link. You can find out all, there's a whole bunch more going on with this game. They actually are offering, I believe, a pre-order that is at the same price as the Kickstarter price. So between now and July 3rd, I believe, you can actually get Like the souped up deal that this thing was on Kickstarter, even though you may have missed the Kickstarter campaign. So, check that out. You'll see it in the links in the show notes. The second game that I'm super pumped about checking out is Hunt for the Ring. Now, if you go over to the last episode of Theology of Games podcast, My buddy AJ, who joined us, who is joining the TOG team, mentioned this game and I am so, so pumped for it. It's from ours Games. It's a hidden movement game based on Frodo and the Nazgul. So Frodo's trying to get to Mount Doom and the Nazgul are chasing him and it's hidden movement. So think like letters to to Whitechapel or Specter Ops, something like that, but set in this cool Middle Earth, Lord of the Rings setting, which are you kidding me? That's so awesome really can't wait to check this out. They're not actually selling it yet at Origins, but they are demoing it, and I will be at that booth demoing this game. You better believe it. Be ready to hear lots about that in the next episode, because I'm going to tell you guys all about it. I'm really looking forward to it. The third and final one, which, like I said, probably won't be the final one. I'm going to do some honorable mentions here is Century Spice Road from Plan B Games. If you go back to, oh, I don't know, an episode or two back in the Theology of Games podcast, Scott actually mentioned this. He's played this game. I think it was like a preview copy or I don't know. All I know is it's going to be at Origins. And this is the game that people are saying is a Splendor Killer. I don't actually own a copy of Splendor, but I've played it several times. It's a really fun, easy to play, easy accessible game that I really enjoyed. And if this, like a lot of people are saying, Oh, this is the Splendor Killer. This is going to do it. And it's part of a trilogy of games. It's the first of a trilogy. So I'm really excited to check this one out, get down, get it on the table. And really get uh, get my hands on this one and see if it's really gonna kill splendor for me and for the rest of my gaming group. because if it does, that is that's unreal. That's super cool. Okay, so just a couple quick, quick hitting honorable mentions. And man, it was really close. I really wanted to include more, but I wanted to be sort of succinct with this episode. One is unfair from Cool Mini or not. Uh, just this, it looks like a really hysterical spin on like Roller Coaster Tycoon or something like that Really looks fun. Really look looking forward to playing that Fireside games has a couple games coming out um, Hot Shots and Kaiju Crush and those both look really good Foxtrot games uh, my buddy Randy Hoyt is really I, don't, I think it's going to be available there or at least for demo but it's a game called The Fox in the Forest, which looks like a lot of fun. Um, can't wait to check that one out. Oh gosh, there's a ton. The Dresden Files games from from Evil Hat. Unreal Estate is I I, I always have a hard time saying that because it's like a weird play on the words. And Stroop from Grand Players Guild. Arena of the Gods from Yellow Games. Yeah, that looks really, really sweet and there's just there's a ton more. I actually have this whole, whole long list that I've been emailing to myself, element from rather dashing games. Just uh there's a ton of games that I really really want to check out and I'm super excited. So that's just a quick preview of Origins 2017. Stay tuned next next episode, maybe the next two or three episodes uh, will be all kinds of recap from Origins 2017. Maybe a couple Uh, hot episodes that come in hot right from the, the show itself. It just depends on how everything lays out and how much time I have, but I hope to do some live broadcast and maybe a couple interview snippets to drop in next episode of That's How I Roll. So look for that coming up very, very soon. I'm so excited for Origins.
0: Welcome to the corner of thought and conversation. Which way will you turn? Why not hang a right and join in on the conversation by tweeting at Theology of Games or sending an email to Theology of Games at gmail.com?
1: So, um, we'll talk about the feedback loop in a little bit, but a couple of people are like, Man, super heavy topics last episode in the feedback loop. So I'm going to keep this one kind of light. I'm going on the road and the the on-the-table question for this episode's corner of thought and conversation is uh, What are your favorite games to travel with? I'm going to be on the road. Obviously, I'm not going to pack any games because there are innumerable, Innumerable numerous tons of games waiting for me in Columbus, Ohio. So I'm not packing anything this time, but I always try to pack games when I travel. Um, so what are your favorite travel games? What work well, like just packing in a bag? What works well playing in a car, on a plane, in a box, with a fox? Just, um, you know, what works well to get to get on the road and, and bring a game with you? And, you know, maybe there's, there's genre and game type considerations that take place, like what's something that you can play well, like it's just a quick night that you're on the road, that kind of thing. Let me know what you think about that. I always try to go for single deck games like Star Realms or some of the Flux games or dice games like Ninja Dice or Bears, which is a great, probably one of my favorite dice games outside of uh, tiny Epic Galaxies. What do you guys think about that? Hit me up with some ideas for traveling with those. We'd love to hear it. would love to hear that. So the question that goes with that is, uh, what is the favorite place that you've traveled to? I am, I like to consider myself a pretty comfortable traveler. I have not actually gone far outside of the U.S., but I've been in many, many states in the U.S. And I think my favorite... Uh, This is a hard question for myself. So we honeymooned in Alaska, which was gorgeous. It was this great, great trip and it was just beautiful up there. So my wife and I, 15 years ago, made a trip to Alaska. In that same year, we also made a trip to Hawaii, which is just, it's a tropical paradise, people. It doesn't feel like the US, you're still in the States, but it doesn't feel like it. Um, so those are those are my top two. I don't know that I could narrow it down. I also love big cities. I love New York City and Chicago. I've been to L.A. before. I I can get down anywhere. Las Vegas, whatever. But if I had to pick a place that I've been to that I that was probably my favorite, it's going to be Alaska or Hawaii. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick a favorite because I just can't. All right, just I can't. So let me know what you think what's your favorite place to travel to and what are your favorite games to take when you're traveling?
0: It's time for the feedback loop. Get in on the conversation by tweeting the show at theology of games or emailing theology of games at gmail.com.
1: All right. I love this. We're on this like super streak with the feedback loop. So, so awesome. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for being a part of the show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for caring. Thanks for... I don't know. Anyway, so Ben wrote in again. and He said, heavy games and heavy questions this week. Just to recap, last week's Corner of Thought and Conversation was, what are your favorite legacy games? Games that are of a legacy type. What are your favorites in that genre? And what does commitment require? And I, I kind of went in length about that. And I had some really... I don't know. I guess I think they're deep thoughts about that. So Ben's answers are the only quote-unquote legacy game I've played is Pandemic Legacy, which is a masterpiece of game balance and mechanics. But if D&D counts as a legacy game, it's on the top of the heap as multiple editions have devoured countless hours of my life. I hear you. I hear you. I think think D&D, I think role-playing games definitely fall into that legacy type of game. Obviously, there are board games that are legacy editions. Pandemic, Risk for crying out loud, Shadowrun, Crossfire. Those those games are definitely picking up the legacy mantle and slapping that label on the game itself. But I think role-playing games were the original and probably still the ultimate Legacy games so I'll give that one to you <laughs> you can you can count D&D Ben just just take that one and number two He said commitment requires the conscious recognition Before you commit that not everything will be sunshine and daisies if you're not willing to stick it out Through the tough times in the future. You shouldn't be committing to something in the present super super awesome take on that yeah you have to know that commitment means, like the, the very word means that you're committed. So ups and downs, good and bad, you're committed. You're sticking this thing out. You're going to go through it. Really solid answer on that one, Ben. I really like that take. Delton, a new writer to the show, says, Hey, hi, Jeremiah. Good episode this week. On to your two questions. Number one, what are some of your favorite legacy games? For me, my current... he put that up in a parenthetical statement, his current. Favorite two are Shadowrun, Crossfire, and Gloomhaven. Oh, I really want Gloomhaven. <laughs> so, uh, the last couple episodes ago on the Theology of Games podcast... Scott and I were talking about Kickstarter games and he brought up Gloomhaven and he kept talking about it and talking about it and I just started drooling and drooling. I really want to get a hold of Gloomhaven. It sounds amazing and I really, really hope to get a hold of that very, very soon. So good, good answer, Delton. That is so awesome. And if you have it, kudos to you. And number two, what does commitment require? passion slash love towards the object of the commitment, whether it is a spouse, relationship, item, or to your God. I can go on and on about this, but don't want to drone on. So yeah, solid answer again. It definitely requires, like, there's got to be something behind that commitment, not just straight up duty or dutiful service. Like there has to be some passion and love behind that. I really like that. He continued, um, He said he recently found me via Instagram when I started following him. His Instagram is needs of the one and then found out that you were down in the Akron Canton area and he said he's between Chardon and Solon. So he's actually pretty close to me. I live kind of in the Akron area. He lives kind of in the Cleveland area. So he says, great listening to you. And he also took the time to answer questions from episode 43. So awesome. Thanks, dude. One, or what are the heavy worker placement games that he goes to? Kanban and Arkwright are the answers that he gave there. And what is something that he spent a lot of hard work on and saw the hard work pay off? He said, Easily, my teenage daughter's graduating from high school with Valedictorian and going to the Ohio State University one with scholars and one in honors wow super super awesome very 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 cool that is that is so worth it because you're you're not only working hard but man you're you're committing to the future of your kids of your family of society so congratulations on that and thanks again for writing in i really really appreciate that that's So great. I love having new people writing in. So yeah, let's keep that up. All right. So I'm going to wrap up this episode. It's been a lot of fun. I got to go pack my bags. I'm just kidding. I'm going to wait till the last minute to pack my bags. I always do. But anyway, (laughs) but seriously, thanks so much to everybody who listens. And thank you for sharing, for posting, for writing in, for subscribing on iTunes, for writing a review on iTunes, that's even better, and giving us a five-star rating, if that's what you think. Anyway, thanks again for listening. I'm headed to Origins, going to check out some awesome games. Stay tuned for updates on all the things that I talked about, all the titles that I talked about in the preview today. And until then, I'm Jeremiah Isley, and that's how I roll.
0: Thanks for rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and drive safe.